Welcome to the People's Sports Podcast. I'm Charlotte Wilder. He's Mark Titus. Mark, long time no see, my friend. How you doing? Yeah, good to see you again, Charlotte. It's been about, what, 12 hours? Seriously? I think Since that's about day. right. Yeah. How are you, you feeling this Monday? Uh, I'm feeling good. I took a long shower. I had to get all the Wisconsin out of <laughs> off of my skin. All the 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 I, w- wearing Badger stuff on my body for that long. It was starting to like seep into my pores and all that. So we we had to. We had to do a very extensive cleansing, a very extensive hosing down. I uh, had to enter all the texts and phone calls from all the uh, Ohio State people in my life <laughs> that are like, what the hell is going on? Are you being held hostage? Why are you cheering Blink so hard twice for Wisconsin? If you're okay. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, guys, it's a bit, it's a joke, obviously. Um, but no, I'm glad they did that because, like, we, we, you know, I, I've, I've used this phrase before on the show. I was working myself into a shoot. Like, I was doing the bit where I'm a Wisconsin fan. That's, that's kind of the conceit of our road shows. We're going to go from school to school. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to fully immerse myself in the culture of that school. Um, and I'm going to live, uh, I'm going to, cosplay i guess you could say i'm gonna role play as a yeah. uh, as a as a diehard fan of these schools uh and and initially i was like this is hilarious look at me i'm i'm having fun in madison uh uh this is a conference rival of the school i went to how funny is this this is hilarious ha 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 ha, ha. and then somewhere uh around like halftime of the football game no, although no, the football no, game- no i'm gonna separate there because i saw it happen yeah. I saw the moment that you were, I mean, continue, keep, keep explaining to people, say, and then like, I'm going to tell you the time that I saw it happen. Sometime around halftime of the football game when the game was horrible, it was 0-0, and uh, I, I found myself like really upset at like how Wisconsin was playing and how like bad the game was, and I looked down and I was wearing the hockey jersey that said Wisconsin, and I had a Wisconsin hat on, I was like, something's happened here this is too much i i need to be extracted from this situation and thankfully I, yes i, I saw the, the exact moment we get into the stance so for i'm assuming a lot of people saw what we're doing because if you listen to this ostensibly you follow us on social media and we were all over the place you know we went to madison we went we went to mickey's dairy bar we went to state street brats we tailgate it well we we kind of tailgate. we went to the big noon kickoff set we were on the field. We rode the bucky wagon onto the field. We did jump around. We did it all. And after we sort of did the morning stuff, we went to our seats, which were just sort of normal seats. And we sat down and we'd been high energy. We'd been having the time of our lives. And then something came over Mark. Like it wasn't a good game. It was 0 0. Mm-hmm. Almost the, was it the entire half or? The whole first half. First the half. Whole first, zero, half was first, first Big Ten football game since 2014. Shout out to at CFB on Fox for this little nugget. First Big Ten football game since 2014 to be 0-0 at halftime. I mean, <laughs> that's just, it was, we you, you kept, you, at first, you, you know, when it was gray skies and you're like, this is Big Ten football, yeah, this is Big Ten yeah. skies, and it was fun and funny. And then there was a certain point where I just thought, like, your whole face changed, your whole demeanor changed, the energy left your body, you were mad at Wisconsin, and, yeah. and you were getting these texts from people being like, what are you doing from yeah. Ohio State? And you were like, oh, something yeah, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, honestly. Like, I thought I was celebrating Big Ten football, but as it turns out, I don't love Big Ten football. I love Ohio State football. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and there is a difference because Ohio State scores points, Charlotte. Ohio yes. State knows where the end zone is located on the field. And apparently... Penn State and Wisconsin do not know that. Uh, no, we had we had a great time. I I just wanted to, to say that out of the gate that I have fully cleansed myself. So, um, if you're if you're a, a Buckeye who follows our show or follows me or whatever, you're, you thought I was I was lost. I'm happy to report I'm not. And I'm also no, happy he's to report, found. He's found. I'm also happy to report we're going to Columbus this week. So yes, uh, we are. I'll be back in, I will be back in a big way. How excited are you? 
Oh my god. I it is it is I mean, I'm excited for a lot because uh, I, I want to say this too that uh, part of what made Madison so fun for me, I realized, was mm -hmm. that I got sucked into um, the, all the same things that Wisconsin fans were excited about, which is that there haven't been fans in, in these football stadiums for so long. We haven't we yeah. haven't been tailgating, and um, I, I had people like asking me like, well, "Give me the report of Madison." Like, we're now that you're off camera, now that. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to ham it up and pretend like you love the place. Like, did you actually have a good time? And I was like, I did. I had, yeah, I had the time of my life, and 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 I was blown away at how because I've I've heard a lot about how great Madison is. Being a, a Big Ten guy, you you hear a lot about it. Um, and every time I go there, though, it's in the dead of winter for basketball, <laughs> and I'm like, this place sucks. It's freezing. Who who would? What is so special about this? So being able to experience that was awesome. But I will say, Charlotte, like at least 10% of what made it so awesome, I think is we could have been anywhere in the world at a football game. Yeah. And I would have been like, this is awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? So I had that realization. Now I'm applying it to this week in the shoe. This is the first game at Ohio stadium. Cause Ohio state opened up on the road at Minnesota. Um, and we get to kind of do all of that again with this crowd, except this crowd is my people. This is yes. my school. And I'm just yes. like, the anticipation is bubbling over. I'm so excited. We're playing a team that we, the last time we played them, we won the national title. It was the national title game. No uh, way. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. We the last Oregon time we played the, Oregon was the national title. Yeah. We beat them for a national championship. So uh, all of that is like starting to, I'll just put it this way. I woke up this morning, grabbed my phone. I'm still laying in bed. And I was watching the, the Ohio State marching band doing Script Ohio at a random game however many yeah. years ago. I'm just like watching yeah. that on YouTube, getting chills. You That's how I woke right up this morning. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you that I think something, I was sort of, you know, a lot of what I did in Madison was being, you know, I, I hung out with the marching band, like we we ate the food and I, and I was watching the videos back because I didn't, we didn't really have time to even see what got put out on social or on YouTube while we were doing it. Cause it was like, it was very much nonstop. I mean, from, from Thursday, we landed Wednesday night. From Thursday morning to Saturday at 3, we were just nonstop experiencing things. And I was watching it back, and I, I was watching myself, which is a horrible experience in general, but I was like, oh, my God, I was this was pure joy. Like, I was truly joyful, and, and it, I wasn't acting. There was not a single part of that. Do you know how sometimes people, you'll, you'll ham stuff up for the camera, or you'll... you'll mm -hmm. It was such a truly delightful experience being around people who loved something so much and mm -hmm. there is for me there was a moment where you know you had like you watching these things or being there and knowing that you're going to your school your people your family in ohio to experience that on for yourself i had this moment in madison where i think i've always been kind of jealous of people who had a huge college football experience because yeah. or, or or went to a school where you can go back and really experience that and i had that in different ways in college but it wasn't this sort of very communal statewide mm -hmm. thing and you you had gone to i think you went to get either a hot dog or go to the bathroom. And I was like, Probably I'm staying to watch the yeah, I was like, I'm staying to watch the band for, for a half time yeah. because I had hung out with the band and felt personally invested. And they played Varsity, which is the, the alma mater, the song of Wisconsin. And there were two, I was standing in the aisle where our seats were, which were pretty high up. And it, it was pretty sparse, not sparse, but like it wasn't a crush of people. And I looked over and there was this old couple with their arms around each other, swaying back and forth, singing the song. And I just had this, mo I got chills. I was like, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I get it. When you go to a place, I felt like 
because I don't know what it's like for myself, I looked at someone and I felt it momentarily. And I was like, this is an extremely powerful thing. Like college football, you can make jokes about it. You can be like, oh, you know, people are obsessed with college football. But when it's your home and you went there and your family probably has connections, or if they don't, they do now because of you. It's a very like meaningful experience. Yes. Yes. It was truly, it was true. I was like, oh my God, I get it. I had this moment. This is this is uh the, the, you're you're exactly right. This is the this is why when I was getting recruited to play basketball coming out of high school um, yeah. by a bunch of tiny schools, I basically told all the tiny schools I'm not interested because I was yeah. raised, I was raised on this. This is this is what I was uh, not so much the football, more more on the basketball side because I grew right. up in Indiana where uh, if you go to IU and Purdue football games, you're like okay, all right. <laughs> hey, this year, baby, this year, this is, I don't yeah, know, yeah. IU football's back. <laughs> well, they were for uh, about three minutes, and then Iowa smoked them. But, uh, but anyway, we're not talking about that. that we're happen. not talking about that. There's still it's, it's that was one game. There's just one game. Come on. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, that was like like I I grew up in that, and to, so um, mine was on the basketball side. But the 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 point still applied that like the big the Big Ten is uh, I mean it, not so much IU Purdue because the state is split. But like you brought up the point about Wisconsin, like so many people go to these games that didn't go to Wisconsin. They didn't go right. to university because. Um, for for a lot of people, the college program, and especially when it's a situation like a Wisconsin or like an Ohio State, where like there is the one school, the one Big Ten school that just dominates everything in the state. Um, it, it's it's less about the university; it's more about like the entire state pride. This is college football is the equivalent of like the Euro that we were yeah. we were taught. You know, when when Euro twenty twenty happened, and we we're watching that and talking about yeah. we talked about that a little bit. Um, and England and Italy and all these countries, it's like we're all kind of European and we're, we all kind of are close to each other. But when it comes time to compete, like this is the one thing we can all rally behind. Um, that's kind of what college football is. And, and uh, it, it becomes bigger than just the game and all that. And, and unless you kind of experience it for yourself, it's hard to fully wrap your mind around. I think you can be told it. You can be told that football is religion in the South and the Midwest and, and these sorts of things. Um, but until you see it or until you experience it, it you, you don't fully get it. And yeah. uh I don't and know. I that, think, that's the joy. That's the joy of it all. Yes. It's like, it's not about, so like that's, that's what drives me crazy, especially as I talk about college basketball, my other show I do where, mm-hmm. um, every so often you can catch me on the right day. And I do it on this show sometimes, uh, where I'll lose my mind about like NBA people who like look down their nose at college sports and, and have this attitude of like, uh, you guys realize that the NBA players are better. You guys realize that like professional <laughs> basketball is like better than college. And I'm like, yeah, no dude we're not stupid (laughs) like i know the players are better it's not about like just the top talent it's about like everything else along with the like there's so much that goes into it about uh and and because of that there's there's a a connection that is so much stronger with college sports um than than any professional nfl i think can come close i think the nfl can get there sometimes in ways but there's nothing beach college sports that's why i love it no matter how old i get no matter like you know, there there are times when I'm watching college football or basketball, and I'm like, damn, these guys just look younger and younger every single I know, year, I know. and I feel so. But there's something that just keeps bringing you back, and it is it's it's less to do with like my desire to watch 19 year olds play sports, and it's more to do with like the culture <laughs> yeah. I've been raised in, and yeah. and the the environment and the the feeling of like something bigger than yourself or your family. Even it's like this massive community that uh that just overtakes you and i don't know so to be a part of that and, and I, I did genuinely enjoy that about wisconsin and uh you know for for a moment in time i felt like a, a transplant 
or, or a fake Wisconsin, you know, like I felt for a moment in time, I was like, let's go Badgers. And then yeah. it was zero zero at halftime. And I was like, all right, this is you're like, I'm out. No, I mean, I, I think that part of it, you know, I did this big college football story in 2019. The last time we could go to games, I went to, I went to Clemson, I went to uh, Florida and I went to Ohio state and mm -hmm. I, I, I got a taste of that. But I think there was actually something about cosplaying as a Wisconsin fan. I mean, I'm wearing these insane striped overalls, and 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 I'm I'm really in it. You know, like we're our whole goal was to be like experience Madison, and I think because of that, immersing ourselves in it, I felt it in a different way. I was like, yeah, whoa, you know, it's it sort of caught me off guard. I also want to say a lot of people have asked me about the overalls. Um, which is great. People seem to love them. But everyone, every single person, my family, my friends, people on the internet have been like one strap, huh? And I want everyone oh, to know the backstory behind that because <laughs> I went to the bookstore on mm, Friday, I guess, before we did the live show. And I bought two pairs of overalls because we weren't sure what size would fit and didn't have time to try them on. Go in, I, I put them on in the morning. I have both straps strapped. Come down. We get some coffee. We're heading off. We park. We hit campus, we start walking, and it is immediately clear to all of us that if you wear these overalls, you know, we pass kids wearing them, every single person, whether you're a girl with a crop top underneath or a, you know, dude who, who works out clearly too much with no shirt underneath is wearing one strap. Uh -huh. And I turned, I turned to Mark and I turned to Kristen, our producer, and I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. I was like, I don't, I don't think I can do one strap. I like, so I take one strap off and I was like, this, look, I'm trying too hard. This looks ridiculous. And mm -hmm. I put it back on. We pass a few more people and you guys are like, I don't know. I think, I think if you wear both, you're a massive loser. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then like, I'm walking behind you guys, you guys turn around and I've got only one strap and you were like, you're doing it. Yeah. She's a one strap gal. And that's how it that's how it happened. Cause I have had several people be like, Why were you only wearing one strap? And it's because yeah. that's what the kids do, folks. But I think I think I think you explaining it, if I'm being completely honest, this was the mis this is the mistake you made is that you gave it even more than five seconds of thought. And I think once do you, you know do that, me, have you met me? I know, but like, I think obviously once, I did. once you do that, I think people can smell that. And I think that's why everyone's hitting you up like one strap, huh? Because they could smell, <laughs> they could just see, like if you throw it on it, cause I, I think that's what the cool kids actually do is they just throw it on. They don't even care. They like, if you said one strap to them, they're like, did it, was it one strap? I don't know. I have no idea. And I think you were thinking about it, Charlotte, and people can read that. But I just, they can read that. They can smell that. Feel, that like, doesn't yeah. that feel like on brand though for a thirty-two-year-old woman wearing striped overalls? Like, of course I thought about whether you wear. No, one I know or the feeling. I, I do this with my hair because I've, I've grown my hair out, and like the idea is like guys with long hair, they just don't care, and they're right. it's long hair don't care, baby, and you're just like right. let it flat. And really, what I do is I just stare in front of the mirror, and I'm just like, why will that hair not? And I, or I overthink it. And I think that comes through as well. That like I'm, you know, I'm we're just, way too. I'm giving way too much thought to this. Yeah, we're doing our best. No, what'd you do um, with the overalls? You still have them? You keeping them? When, what, what's the story there? Um, wish okay. I had asked. Okay, oh, we're that. moving on. Yeah, we're moving on. Um, <laughs> okay. Before we move you on to don't them in a trash can. <laughs> you just I'm, boom at the airport on the way out. At 6 a.m., leaving on Sunday morning, you know, we've slept maybe five hours at most for the past three nights. I looked at the overalls that wouldn't fit in my suitcase, and I was like, sayonara, baby. <laughs> so we meet again. Yeah. Um, before we move on to a few other sports things and, and some emails here, um, what what is one thing that people didn't see on camera that mm. you would like the people to know or that you think we should give a little behind the scenes on? Uh, choo -choo -choo -choo. great question. Um, 
because I, I know mine after after you go. Okay, uh, I would say we, we didn't spend a lot of time in State Street, but I guess like that's kind of like the, the hard part about this, and I, I think this is going to be a problem moving forward as we're going mm -hmm. on these tours, is that every college campus is sort of the same. We talked about this before with the, with the when we went to the diner and we had the big scrambler or whatever. It was awesome, but it was also like, uh, th th this is going to sound like I'm a hater. I'm not, uh, but every college campus kind of has a greasy spoon diner. Every college campus has... Uh, a, a grassy area like like Bascom Hill is that what I think it was at Wisconsin, um, where it looks beautiful. Every like the, like there's certain beats that like maybe not every but a lot of them have. Um, so like State Street for example, where all the bars are in Madison, very very cool. It was awesome. But but then like some small parties like I guess like every like if you're trying to explain what State Street was to people, they'd be like, oh uh, yeah, we had that at my college too. I don't get it. It's just a strip of bars. Um, but there was something cool about it because it was compact and it was like right there on campus and, and um, I, I don't know. So I guess we didn't really spend a lot of time like highlighting uh, the, the, the beer I was throwing back, the, 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 the Dos Equis that I was hammering on State Street. Uh, I guess the frats on the Yeah, talk about the yeah. lake, that blew my mind. They got this Lake Mendota, 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 Mendota. The, the, Women Dota, if you're yeah, trying I was to be. Say, the sororities are not on the, the sororities are not on Lake Mendota. They are they're on, right. they're on Lake Women Dota. Uh, but all the frats, apparently, I was told, are on this lake, and they all have docks that lead up to like the frat houses. Uh, like if you, you don't know, like a lot of houses on lakes, they have their little dock where you could dock a boat. They didn't seem to really have boats, but I don't think mm. they needed them. I think like the idea. What I was told is that like the move in the summer or in the, the, the spring, fall, definitely not in the winter, obviously it's frozen over. Right. Uh, you just kind of float from dock to dock and just go to frat to fr like, and I'm trying to conceptualize this and I'm like, this is stupid. It feels like, I mean, I'm only using this reference because I'm, I'm making my way through the OC right now, but it feels like I felt when I was in high school and, and girls in high school would like talk about the OC or I'd see clips of the OC and I'm like, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. Like that's not height. Like people in California don't go to the beach. They go they, to high, like, school high school outside. Beach. They go to what? high school outside. They can't do that. Get out of here. I'm like getting mad. I'm like, that's not what? true. And uh, that's how I'm being told about these frats. They're like, yeah, so our frats are on the lake and we just kind of like chill on the lake. And like, you'll see sometimes guys will just hang out on the docks, like frat dudes, you'll just go by and they're just hanging out and drinking beer on the docks and i was like that makes me sick it makes me absolutely <laughs> sick that people more people people are having more fun than me i don't like it i um, know so that scene i kind of we, we didn't really put in the thing i don't think we didn't really talk about that much but yeah. yeah no i love that i it reminded me of the one thing we had at colby was a lot of people had houses if they lived off campus it's in this very it's a lakey region up there in the middle mm -hmm. maine and they had, you know, houses with these docks and canoes and for two months that it wasn't snowing. It was real fun. But then <laughs> the it rest, was snowing yeah. and you were like, why yeah. are we here? Um, yeah. the, the one thing that I wanted to tell people about was our experience on the Bucky Wagon. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Because there is a there is a little old fire truck that um, the mascot and the cheerleaders ride out on. And somehow we were lucky enough to be put on this thing. I mean, it was sort of a whirlwind. They just like grabbed us. They were like, "Get on the get on the Bucky wagon." And we we've been very excited about this. Mark, I I would tell people we were going on the Bucky wagon, and Mark was like, "Don't jinx it. If you tell people, it's not." I gonna thought happen. you were going to jinx it. Yeah. Somehow it happened. Also, I think it was something they're bringing back. It was an old tradition that's being resurrected because no one that we told about the Bucky wagon knew what the Bucky wagon was. Nobody had any and idea. So, so Mark and I get on, and there are these two older gentlemen 
on the bucky wagon and they're clearly it's sort of like an honor to be on this thing or like you hold the flag that you then give to the cheerleaders and one of them he had a, a thick irish accent and he was he, the dean of engineering yes. The, the dean was, of engineering at the University he, of Wisconsin, yeah. And you could tell, like, this was a moment I wish we actually had on camera. We wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't ever want to embarrass him in any way because this was, but this was to make fun of us because we get on this thing. I'm dressed in candy-striped overalls. Mark's wearing a Wisconsin hockey sweater. He looks at us and he's like, who are you and why are you here? And you could see the wheels turning. He's like, I had to get a PhD and earn tenure to mm -hmm. get on this stupid fire truck and these idiots from Fox mm -hmm. Sports just like hop right on. Mm -hmm. And it was very funny trying to explain to him what we were and who we were because we didn't even know how to explain what we were mm -hmm. doing. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden the sirens start going. We just shoot out onto the field. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great moment. Yeah, the buggy wagon was funny. That was yeah. funny just to be, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. That is, uh, we did get a little bit of that of like, we we because Wisconsin rolled out the red carpet for us, but every so often there was some person that was like, "What is happening? Why are you here? Who are and we're you?" Like I actually don't know how to explain that. To yeah, you. I don't know where to. Um, but we had a great time. Uh, thank you to everyone at Madison. Uh, thank you to the university, and and they they were very welcoming, and it was yes. great. And I think uh, everyone who kind of knew me or or whatever, uh, I don't I don't know how to like. I, I could see a lot of people that that were in, that would come up and talk to me knew that I was pandering Charlotte. Mm -hmm. They knew that I was a Buckeye and like I didn't. They they knew the deal, and they went along with it. And I think I want to yes. thank those people for uh, not just you know. They were very me, yell, gracious. Yelling at me, they were very gracious. They're like, I get it, but at the same time. Welcome to Wisconsin. Let's right. have some fun. You know, so was, I also fun. want to say one shout out to uh, the fourth quarter. I'm walking down the sideline and I start yawning, like the biggest yawn of all time. And someone in the crowd stands up from like 20 rows back and yells, Charlotte, wake up. And I would just want to say shout out whoever you were to that guy. Yeah. Tell I your team to wake you. up, dude. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I'm blaming Charlotte for it. Uh, Maybe anyway, I would so... wake up if you hit more, <laughs> more than seven points on the board. And Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That was such a great first game to be back. Like, that was, like, a great, like, welcome back to Big Ten football. It's like, you, you thought you missed Big Ten football fans? You thought you missed being in the stadium for Big Ten football? Here right. you go. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is How many fumbles football. do you want this <laughs> yeah. week, Wisconsin? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, it, we are not, we're gonna, we're gonna just have the Tuesday podcast this fall while we're doing this. Um, so I was like, is there anything in the world of sports we want to talk about? Cause I'm I gonna... realized I didn't know really what was going on except cause we were so immersed in it. And I saw the one thing that I was like, oh, okay. That's the thing is, you know, the Texans named Tyrod Taylor, the starter. Yeah. I, and I was I, like, okay, that's a, that's the thing that's not college football related. I just Googled sports. <laughs> what came <laughs> just up? Just the word sports. Uh, keep your eye on the balls. How MLB squashed its fake memorabilia problem. That's an article that Sports <laughs> Illustrated just wrote. So okay, apparently, good. thank you. Right. Very, very, very important. Um, let's see here. Uh, Brian Kelly said he's going to execute his team. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> I. Okay. So apparently Brian Kelly says, I'm going to execute my team because they didn't execute. And yeah. people got very mad, and then he was like, I'm clearly making a joke, and it was just this, that was the most perfect storm of sports media yeah. ever. That was, uh... I was yeah. also like, how do you think he's actually, like, he's not actually gonna kill his player? <laughs> no, I... 
Well, I mean, I, I guess like if I'm if I'm being devil's advocate in this, like Brian, the 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 messenger, I guess like if we're talking about, I don't know, never mind. It was not a I, great look. It's not a great. It's look. not a great look given Brian Kelly's past. Oh. No, I'm being yeah. serious. Like I I, that, when he I said that, realized... I was like, "My God, dude! Like any other coach, maybe, but like Brian Kelly, I'm I'm not even like trying to make a joke. I was like, seriously, like yikes. No, I uh, didn't put that I, together, like, and now I now I yeah, yeah. But obviously, I mean, it was it was, it, and and also it's 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 a great lesson for everybody that uh, if if you're gonna tell a joke like that, don't butcher it. You know, right. I think also, if it's delivery is better, he what shouldn't. Made, he was he, he was. Shouldn't have died. Yeah, he was channeling John McKay, the the right. the uh, Buccaneers coach. Who, uh, like, I, I when he said it, I, I will be honest. I was watching it when he said it. I knew the reference because I, I remember that quote from John McKay back in the day. It's like a, it's one of those things that like once you're told about it, like I don't know, just like stuck with me. I was like, that's pretty funny. That's clever. And then I, yeah. I remember that for for whatever. So I knew what he was saying when he said it. But what what made John McKay so funny? Was that he was asked it, Charlotte? Like someone said, "How do you feel about your team's execution?" And then he said very quickly, "I'm in favor of it," and that yeah. makes it funny. Brian Kelly like brought it up out of nowhere. He was like, he was "Like, coach, what about the game?" And he's like, "I'd like to execute my players." If you know what I mean? You're like, "What? <laughs> what? No one, no one prompted that, coach." Like, that's I came like, out of nowhere. <laughs> that's like exp he was almost. It's almost explaining the joke. Too. Yes. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, if yes. you say I'm in favor of it, that's like a play on words. Brian Kelly tried to do a he tried no, to like, he, do a pun to himself no what he did was he walked into a room and he's like it smells like up dog in here what's up dog <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said you know you're like no dude you're, we need to set it. someone else has to do the setup so you can right like oh boy no, you can't no, do the setup and the joke itself come on oh um, my god so that happened let's see what else has happened oh the big 12 is adding teams that's interesting uh, oh okay well, yeah, Who are the they big adding? 12 might not be dead yet uh All right. ucf Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati. Okay. All right. That has my attention. Um, dogs welcome at Louisville Bats game. Maybe that's a story that interests you. Let me see here. What's this? Louisville. Three hours ago, there's bats. a picture of two dogs on this article. I'm on Spectrum News 1 in Louisville, Kentucky. The Louisville Bats are going to the dogs. The Bats and the Kentucky Humane Society are welcoming fans and their pooches to come to Louisville Slugger Field Tuesday, September 7th for Dog Day at the Park. Oh, hell yeah. Tickets Let's are $9 go. a person and $3 per pooch. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, my God. Do you get a ticket, a little doggy ticket? Because proceeds from the dog tickets will benefit the Kentucky Humane Society. Huh. See, there you go. That's happening. We love happening. that. Would you take Moses to a baseball game? I've taken him to a soccer game before. It was, it was fun. Yeah, we went to a Columbus Crew. The crew did that uh, a few years ago. Did he have a and good was, time? Yeah, it was all. I couldn't watch a second of the game, though. That sucked. Because <laughs> I was just like, I was just always dealing with Moses. And, uh, but it makes it. The thing fun. about dogs at sports games, though, is that you have to have a dog who could go to a sports game. Yeah. Like, you can't take yeah. a neurotic dog to a right. sports As a neurotic person, sometimes I have trouble going to sports games. So imagine yeah. a neurotic dog who can't verbalize their emotions. <laughs> um, there's, <laughs> or the have a beer. Yeah, no, I know. The, the Washington Post wrote a uh, think piece on Bishop Sycamore, it looks like. Uh, okay. Bishop Sycamore shows the excess of the high school sports. Let me click on the high school... Bishop Sycamore is the punchline, but an out-of-control prep sports industry is the joke. By Kevin Blackstone. How about that? And, and then right. he, uh, I, I'm not going to read it, but uh, yeah, no, I'm sure no. it's like, yeah. While all of you are laughing, 
it's actually kind of serious <laughs> what's going on here and it's like yeah that's literally how it works with anything in this world you're laughing but there's an issue with it and we're like yeah i don't really know how to process that so i'm laughing <laughs> the headline of like every sports article could just as easily be do you think this is funny because i have news for you like that should be the headline <laughs> no it should be do you think are you this having is funny? fun you're a horrible person <laughs> are you having fun here's why you're wrong <laughs> yeah oh man uh, uh is there anything else oh brazil argentina match stopped when health officials stormed the field um oh. i don't know if that's fun that doesn't that's sound not. fun are you, having, are you having fun <laughs> so, <here's laughs> uh yeah that's about that's about all, all right. I, uh that's about all. a lot of college football stuff. College football is the story in sports, I think. College it football is, is. It uh, is. Yeah. The one thing I liked was uh, that the Ed Ogeron said um, that Oregon made shirts um, after apparently Orgeron said he called them sissy blue. Huh? Have you heard this the, story? Oh, no, it was the, the – there's a video of it. He's walking down the ramp coming in and a UCLA yeah, with fan's, the fan? he fans heckling him. And he says, come on down here with your sissy blue shirt. Like yeah, basically and, saying, I'll beat your ass. Like, come down here, I'll beat yeah. your ass. And then UCLA beat his ass. <laughs> and then they made t-shirts that say Sissy Blue on them. Oh, really? UCLA that's, has that's Jordan great. brand t-shirts that say Sissy Blue. And I was like, all right, I respect UCLA is, uh, this is, this is a very cool time in college sports if you're someone who uh, remembers the time when UCLA didn't suck at everything because yeah. UCLA is about to explode. And I, I don't say that because... I live in LA and I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I say that because they they've had this they they signed a uh, they they signed this stupid deal with Under Armour because Under Armour gave them a dump truck of money. Yeah. And then it kind of backfired in terms of recruiting and and all sorts of other stuff that like it kind of sunk their program weirdly. Even though it gave them a bunch of money, like they sucked at basketball and they had a few like Lonzo Ball made them interesting for a second, but whatever. Point is, uh, they are now with Jordan Brand Charlotte, which is like mm -hmm. the only brand. Like Jordan and Nike-ish, but Jordan is the the peak that resonates yes. with kids. Like Jordan, yes. being a Jordan brand school is just like cha-ching. All you have to say is we're a Jordan brand school and everyone's like, where do I yes. sign? Um, yes. Recruit me. Recruit uh, me. UCLA basketball just went to the final four. They're bringing back basically their entire team. They will be a top three team to start the college basketball season. Uh, Chip Kelly has, has been at UCLA long enough now that he's like starting to – get his system in place and, and mm -hmm. they're gonna be good the name he's starting image, to reap what he's sowed <laughs> mm -hmm. the name image likeness stuff going on in college sports is is going to be just perfect for a school located in in los angeles california they're uh, going to be sponsored by tiktok houses yes all these players are going to be I, it, 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 the, the 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 stars of a line for ucla and uh it's going to be very interesting moving forward. So, um, but th th that's my way of saying basically, like UCLA is feeling itself in a big way right now. Yes, in a huge way. They, they you can one... only make that shirt if you're feeling good. Yes. you can't make a sissy blue shirt if you're about to suck at everything. They they beat one ranked team and they're like, we've won the national championship. And <laughs> you know, and like the basketball program thinks that they are like the heavy favorites to win the night. They are not. They're one of the right. they're one of the favorites, but like. I, the UCLA sports is feeling itself in a big way. And as a guy that lives in LA, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. This will be fun. I love it. I'm, I love yeah, it. So, anyway, I don't know what else is going on. That's about you it. Know, I, guess. I think we should do a few emails because okay. we did, we do have a few. We're going to need you guys to uh, step it up because I know that we didn't have a show last week and we're figuring out how to, you know, make all this work and timing in terms of being on the road. But um, we're going to need some fans to email us questions, you know, hit us up about, any Ohio State stuff, uh, let us know any of your thoughts on how we performed in Madison. Talk to us about 
about Sissy Blue, you know, just reach out because uh, we, we have a few here. Uh, Jacob Court wrote out, wrote to us, and um, the subject line is mascot games. And this is, this is pretty funny. He says, uh, I went to an FCS football school in the Midwest and my school treated the mascot exactly like you talked about. To make it a little weirder, the people associated with the mascot not only protected the identities of who played the mascot, but treated the mascot like it was a real person. <laughs> Thought that was a little much. Second, talking about mascot games, because for context, if you didn't listen to the episode where we talked about this, we we said we think that there should be a mascot a mascot bowl or like, you know, mascot. football game. To, like you yeah. can play on the NCAA football games back in the day. You could like play with the mascots. Um, yes. I want that to be a reality. I want the mascots to actually get out there and play yes. each other. Yeah. So this guy says, I once went to a Vikings game where some local peewee football players got to play a short game on the field at halftime, and they played against a team of local mascots for some reason. The reason I remember this so vividly is that the University of Minnesota mascot, Goldie, absolutely <laughs> trucked one That's of the so kids good. and then celebrated like he was Adrian Peterson scoring a touchdown. An entire stadium of local Minnesotans booed the mascot so hard, but he was so defiant, it was hilarious. <laughs> That's so good. That's what you have to do. I think if you're a mascot, I the the <laughs> I think even. that's I think that's what you have to do if you're if, if I was a guy that got to be a mascot I would definitely just pull stunts like that I would I would yes. uh, I, I've talked to you about this before but there is a um, the, the the image that keeps coming back it's not it's not beating up kids but uh, the Ohio University Bobcats played in Ohio Stadium maybe ten mm -hmm. years ago I want to say and uh, the the Bobcat the Ohio Bobcat was at the game. And when Brutus Buckeye came on the field, the Bobcat just like went nuts and ran. Like it was a real Bobcat. Like it was like a rabid Bobcat. The Bobcat just runs over and tackles Brutus and starts punching Brutus in the head. And it was one of the funniest things. Like you can go find the clip on YouTube. It is so stupid and funny, but like that guy's a legend. You know, the guy that did that is like, he, he, he probably like tore his rotator cuff, high five and everybody like afterwards. Um, I think I, those are the mascots I love, is, is mascot fights, mascots that, if you're going to play against a bunch of little kids, what are you supposed to do, like, trip over your own feet and pretend like you are, you know, like, come on, come on, uh, come on. No, you, you, you clothesline all of them immediately. Yeah. That's the only answer. The I'm going to be answer. that way as, as an uncle, by the way. I got, uh, I got two little nephews uh, who are too young to, like, play sports against right now, but, like, fast forward five, ten years, I'm dunking them. I'm not, like, going to take it easy on them. Are you kidding oh, me? No. 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 God, no. No, and I think the mascot should do the same. That's hilarious. That's it's so really good. good. It's really Goldie good. just Great trucking visual. kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jacob. Um, all right. Uh, Bob Thompson wrote in. He's the guy who, who wrote our theme song um for the the podcast not the one we use but he wrote a 90s sitcom-esque theme oh, song for yeah, us yeah, yeah. um and he said you know i normally hate it when people tell their dreams but i just had to let you know this one and i'm gonna read it because this is actually it just sounded like something that had actually happened and less of a dream he says um i started walking toward he said i uh walking into an iu game this is the dream when I step into an establishment and see it, that PSP is set up on location, but it's empty except for you and Mark. Mm -hmm. I start walking towards you guys and sing the song I wrote for you and immediately re regret singing it and feel like a tool. Mark comes over and I inexplicitly go for the bro hug when he just offers the handshake. Mm -hmm. Charlotte never makes it over because she's self-amused by spinning around in a revolving door the whole time. She finally stops, sees me, and says, you're not a mascot, and begins running around in the revolving door again. That's so the dream. All, all of this feels very realistic. And I was like, 
Jesus, feels Bob. Very, <laughs> feels very realistic. <laughs> I read it and but I was all... laughing and then I got a little depressed. <laughs> and how realistic it all is. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe we don't. I'll read it. Let's not. Let's not dwell on that. Anyway, here's well, one from. <laughs> no, I was gonna say while we're on mascots, can I can I just one more memory from Madison was when mm -hmm. Bucky was at our show, and uh, I realized the mascot's not talking is stupid. It's really stupid. You can't like. There's nothing to like. I I was trying to like Bucky. So we were when we were introduced at the live show. The idea was like Bucky was gonna lead us out, and then we were gonna follow Bucky and then go sit down and do the show, or whatever. So we're sitting like back away from the crowd. We're just like standing there waiting to be introduced like five minutes before it was showtime. And Bucky's just standing there. You're standing there. I'm standing there. We're just kind of like waiting for the show to start. And I realized like Bucky can't talk to us. And I just wanted to be like, so you, so, you know, like how's the wife and kids? And you know, like, how, how you been, man? Like whatever. And and I started like talking to him. Like he was just like, I'm like, so you from here? Like you go to school? Like what's the, you know? And then he just, he just claps and then kind of dabs or like claps and like, uh, that you just kept doing that over and over. And then he high five me, and like I was like, "This guy, th this is this is this is insanity. This is insanity. Yeah. He doesn't talk." <laughs> Here's what we learned in that moment. First of all, we're standing the hallway that we had to wait in to be introduced is right next to the men's bathroom, and so the door to the and people kept going in and out. So the door to the men's bathroom is basically open the entire time, and I'm just I'm basically standing in the men's bathroom waiting mm -hmm. to go on, which is already mm -hmm. kind of a weird vibe. And then Bucky's standing there, and we were probably standing there for like five minutes with Bucky not being able to talk to him and at a certain point there's only so much you can do there's only it. so much times Bucky can clap yeah and then wave and at me and then clap and dab and I'm like my god dude like this and, I feel, <laughs> and you and I kind of just started talking to each other but then I felt rude I was like I don't want to leave Bucky out but like he can't talk so it was a, it was a really bizarre meanwhile five I know, minutes with the mascot alone is weird and meanwhile I know that like inside that suit there's like some 20 year old kid who's just like trying to get hammered that night you know so like part of me is like bucky let's let's cut the bullshit like you want me to go get you a beer like you want me right. to, you know and like he just wouldn't stop he's like committed to the bit of just like clapping and <laughs> yeah and we were like okay man i'm oh that was pretty funny also shout out to everyone who came to the live show thank you guys that was very nice of you to show i wanted up. i wanted to just like yeah just just hit bucky with like a a, a very serious topic and see if he just keeps clapping you know <laughs> just like <laughs> Bucky, your oh, thoughts wait. on the uh, the Delta variant? He's just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this, this, does he turn it off or does he? You can, does if you're it, listening to the podcast, you can't see Mark, but he just did a very funny like hand twirl situation. <laughs> that does I really he? Enjoyed. Does he? Uh, yeah, would he just like stop and just like get real somber and slouch his shoulders? He and would just, just like, hang his head. Room? You know yeah. what mascot when the opposing team scores and mascots just hang yeah. their head. <laughs> Oh, mascots God. are uh I'm, i yeah i feel like that's gonna happen by the end of this tour is i'm, I'm going to be firmly anti-mascot i'm gonna hate like every mascot you are not gonna like mascots after i just this. don't like mascots yeah you're gonna yeah. be like anti anti-mascot anyway uh all right sarah schweiderman wrote in and um she asked me for recommendations on where to go in maine and bar harbor at the end of september on a vacation with her husband and sarah i'm gonna i'll hit you on the side with that i don't think we need also i can't really talk about people who are going on vacation until this tour is over because we're not we're just we don't have any weekends so i'm gonna need to just like oh come on buy, these kidding, are we're on vacations our job is a vacation. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to hit you with recommendations on the side because I can't think of any right now. But Sarah writes, we live in Columbus and have a tailgate spot if you need somewhere to stop on your college football tour. Let's go. 
So I think we're gonna need to hit Sarah. I'm up saying this. I'm gonna say this. I'm doing. I'm doing a call out right now. Uh, everyone listening to this, if you're a Buckeye, come to our show. I I I have been. I've done nothing behind the scenes but tell everyone at Fox that like Columbus is going to blow the doors off of every every other spot. Mm-hmm. We the, it is the only football city that matters. We know this. The SEC mm-hmm. is like. We get it. You think you're important. You're not. It's Columbus <laughs> and Columbus. <laughs> no, I, I want I want to I want this to be the best stop. This is very important to me. It's very important to everyone. This is this is like the oh, everyone hates Ohio State fans for a reason, Charlotte. If you're not an mm-hmm. Ohio State fan, you hate Ohio State fans. And the reason is that we think we're the best. We're very loud about it. We're very in your face about how much we're the best. I need that this weekend. That's what <laughs> we want. We want that. The fans are back in the stands. We want. Also, I, I need everyone to come out and be obnoxious. Me. Yeah, I, don't I want know to be that. obnoxious. I want everyone. I expect everybody to be like pointing a finger in Charlotte's face. Like, if you think the Wisconsin band was good, you have a lot to learn. And just like keep talking, like very. Or Charlotte's make like looking around, like, you. oh my god, Can, Ohio yes, State, yes. make me hate you with how aggressive you are about yes. how you're the best. Yes, bring yes. the energy. That's we what, need that. That's what we do best, Charlotte. That is. Ohio State fandom right there. That's what I want. If I don't leave Ohio State saying those are the worst fans ever and I respect it. And I love it. (laughs) You, Ohio State, have not done your job. So show up to our live show. Invite us to your tailgate. Roll us out the red carpet. And uh, we'll, we'll be we're there for it. I will say this: you, you, you've pitched the idea of of semi, maybe not playing a heel, but like invoking Michigan or somehow in the show, or like asking people how they feel. And uh, I, I, I don't know how well that's going to go. With uh, I, I, that was not that was not, a that, that was a, produ- that, was a suggest- yeah, that was that yeah. was a suggestion given to me, and I was like, oh, maybe. And Mark's like, absolutely. I was like, this not. is not a this is not a game to these people. That's what I was trying to. I was like, this is not like th- th- there is no like yeah, Michigan's our rival, haha. Like you know, we're just we're, we makes it fun, you know, because like you know, Michigan's over there and we're over there, and it's kind of a, like Ohio State has beat Michigan a thousand times in a row, Charlotte. Like this yeah. is, it, we have beat them, we beat them all the time. That's all we do. That's that's what we're known for. We're very famous for it. We beat the mm-hmm. hell out of Michigan, mm-hmm. and in spite of winning a thousand times in a row, this fall on the, on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, every single Ohio State fan wants to beat Michigan a thousand times in a one, just as bad. Like they act like they've lost a thousand times in a row. It, it is unbelievable. Yes. I've never like we have a, a very obnoxious fan base and anyway you brought up uh this emailer that's going to be tailgating and i i expect um i don't know i'm excited for this i i, I want anyone listening any of our any of our people listening there buckeyes we got to show out for charlotte we gotta yes. we gotta make this very memorable for better or worse for... <laughs> <laughs> impress me yes. impress me columbus um all right switching gears a little bit here's uh here's one called um an email we got raccoon campsite rating is it sports Ooh. okay so this is a pretty long email so i'm gonna summarize it basically um this guy nick yoder writes in he went camping um raccoons were all over their tent And this is the end of the email. He says, needless to say, I didn't sleep much that night. My body on high alert because all I could think about was my six-year-old waking up to see a raccoon staring her in the face and swearing off camping forever. Granted, it wasn't as frightening as the time a black bear stole the backpack containing half our food on a week-long Canadian canoe trip. I do want to say this is why I don't camp, just putting that out there. He said, despite, as an overconfident 12-year-old, telling everyone how I really wanted to see a bear on the trip, I spent the rest of that night envisioning the bear ripping through the tiny bit of fabric separating me from the outside world. So the next morning, as we packed up camp 
at six for an early flight, we spotted the raccoons at the next campsite over. They had successfully toppled their trash can and were enjoying the spoils of victory. There was competition. There was physical exertion. Sides were chosen. I wouldn't do it for fun, but I think the raccoons were. So I ask, is raccoon campsite raiding sports? Yes, I think it is. Raccoon, like anytime uh, animals raid campsites, I... I just always picture like the raccoons, like these are the the, the smartest raccoons ever. You know, I, I've I've gone camping a lot. I love the outdoors. I love uh, going to national parks and all that kind of stuff. And every time I see one of those trash cans where the uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but they make those trash cans that are like bear proof or like you, to open it, you have to like stick your hand underneath the thing and like push the button to then like yeah, pop yeah, it up because yeah. the bears can't get their hands in there or whatever. <laughs> I just crack up because it's like the bears have like I just I just picture the tug of war for like hundreds of years. It wasn't, but that's how I picture it. That like the the park rangers. I mean, it's like literally Yogi Bear. It's like I yes. can't figure out like how do we stop the bears from? And it's like all it's just comical to me that like there's I, I just picture like five raccoons standing on each other's shoulders with a trench coat and they're like walking <laughs> up to a grocery store. And they're like, we'd like to shop for groceries, please. And they're like, yeah, come on in, sir. And then as soon as they get in, they're like, go. And they all just start taking on the. <laughs> I have to tell you, Mark. If you if you want to make me laugh, like tell a joke about animals in a trench coat. Trench coat yeah. I think that is just the funniest image. Anytime, anytime I hear about that, like a campsite getting raided, like, but if you're in it and you're living it, like it is terrifying. Like a bear's out. Like if you know that a bear is outside of your campsite, um, it's terrifying. But I will say, like black bears aren't really threatening. Um, I mean, they they guess they can be, but uh, that feels like tempting fate. Yeah, I know, but black black bears. They, they say that that with grizzly bears are the ones to be terrified yeah, of. Yeah, grizzlies. Yeah, the brown bears. You know what? You know but, what? Jeff Fisher. When I wrote that story about Jeff Fisher, who camps a lot and hunts, or I don't know if he hunts, but he's like very outdoorsy guy. He was talking about seeing black bears in Montana. I mean, grizzlies in Montana because yeah. he has a ranch in Montana. And I was like, well, how do you? What do you do if you see a grizzly in the wild? And he says, well, you only have to run faster than one person. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> I was like, that's true. I was like, that they is say, the most football coach answer to the to that question. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what I did. I've never I've seen grizzlies in the wild, but they've always been a few hundred yards away, where you just kind of like don't be threatening, I mean, and and you just kind of like walk away and don't threat. But uh, I saw a black bear. I was hiking one time, and a black bear was like twenty yards away from me, like a, a decent sized black bear. But black bears. That's why I guess I'm not scared. I have I have over, I'm overly confident with black bears because of that encounter. Um, but they say black bears, black you attack. That's what the, that's, this is the, this may be a PSA for people. Black you attack, Charlotte. Brown you, brown you lay down. Oh. And white is good night because they're going to kill you. If they see you, you're dead. Like a polar bear. If you see a polar bear. Wait, so bear, a grizzly bear, you lie down? Yeah, that's what they say. Like they say black bears just get big and make a lot of noise. Like, mm -hmm. so if you see a black bear raiding your campsite, all you have to do is just like get open the door and be hands. like, hey man, hey, hey, get a job, you bomb. Get your own food. Hey. <laughs> And the black bear be like, sorry, sorry, you know, like run away. <laughs> if it's a grizzly, you're just like, take what you want. I, uh, right. I'm, I'm gonna sit over here. You go ahead and uh, can I make yeah, you? Can I get you a yeah, drink? Can I, yeah. Can I, <laughs> you want me to open that trash can for you that you can't stick here, your hand here, over? Allow me, <laughs> allow me, sir grizzly. Yeah, let me get that. For and you. Uh, if it's a polar bear, no negotiation. We'll have, just just call your loved ones and tell them you're dead. And <laughs> yeah, and you love them. And that's that's kind of the. Uh, that's kind of you know, I learned something anyway. today, Mark. Thank you. There you go. So if you I see a black, that. but no, and also like they say, they just get big. So like I saw the black bear and I was just like, oh, that's a bear. And that's, I think that's what I said. And then I just like stuck my hiking poles up and I was like, hey, bear. And then the bear just ran away. <laughs> hiking like, poles. Oh yeah, dude. I'm, I'm in my thirties. I'm not trying to, 
I got joint pain just thinking about hiking at this point. I got to tell you, I, uh, there were some back issues after we did jump around in Madison. Mm -hmm. No, hiking pole. I, I'm the guy that I, when I go on hikes, I'm like way over prepared and I look like a loser. But then I always see people coming down. Like when I'm going up on hikes, you see people come down, they're wearing like flip flops and they have no water and like, yeah, and they, they all look miserable. And I'm like, I'm not miserable because I got you're like, who's laughing now? I got four liters of water strapped to my back and hiking poles and knives and guns and everything. <laughs> like, I'm going, <laughs> Yosemite Sam over here. Callback. I'm hiking through a cornfield in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Field of Dreams game yeah, at MLB yeah. Fox. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, I think that's I think that about does it for today. Um send us yeah. emails. Come to the show if you're in Columbus. If you're not, yeah. you can stream it. It's uh, on all the CFBN Fox platforms. It feels good to be back on a podcast with the people. Um yeah. This is me trying to. This is me trying to land the plane. We we really yeah I know we realized this weekend that I don't know how to end a, to a end video shows. or a podcast. So I'm gonna stop talking now and then Mark's gonna end I'll, the podcast. I'll bring it home. I'll bring it home with this. Uh, Columbus, we got to show out uh, the big 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 game, big opportunity. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to come home. There's something about that too, Charlotte. That like I lived in Columbus 13 years, and it's not that I took Ohio State football for granted, but also I took it for granted. And uh, by the time <laughs> I was done living there. Um, you know, if someone had tickets to the football game, I'd be like, I don't know who they playing, what time, I don't know, we'll see, whatever. Uh, and now being away and not having fans for uh, last year and and just everything that's led to this moment in time, I th th this is the most anticipated Ohio State football game I've ever been to in my life. And I, it's not because I think the game's going to be good. It's not. I, this game's going to be on Fox. My bosses are not going to be happy with me saying this because I they want people to tune in and watch on mm -hmm. Fox. Folks, I'm here to tell you, this is not going to be a good football game. We are going to win by a thousand. It will not oh, be God. close. It's a blowout. Oh, it's a blowout. Um, but in spite of that, I, I have never been more excited because uh, of all the factors going on in the world and, and then my own personal deal of like moving across the country and all that. And I get to go home and, and I get to get paid to do it and be with you and all the fans and everything else. We got to show out. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Can't wait to see everybody in Columbus. Those of you who aren't in Columbus, uh, yeah, as Charlotte said, watch. Send us emails. Uh, we apologize for for uh, the the show. We're going to figure it out as we go, as you said, with uh, trying to figure out how to still pump out podcasts while we're on the road. But we'll uh, we'll figure it out, and it'll be fun, and uh, this will be a great season. So that's it. We will see you guys next week. Watch us on Friday. Stream the show. Go Buckeyes.